Welcome everybody to 5D Full Disclosure and I'm back with the Ego Death series and I think this is part 11 and so today I wanted to talk about chi uh, inner child healing, right? So inner child healing is a huge part of this ascension process um, because in theory, I guess, or, you know, just in our understanding of consciousness and what's kind of happened here on the planet, we can very much uh, understand that we were never really allowed to be children, right? I mean, no matter which lifetime we're, we're uh, integrating or feeling into and just even taking our current lifetime, no matter what our childhood was, we really truly were not living in an environment and by the environment, I mean the, the consciousness of humanity um, that really accepts and embraces and encourages uh, inner child healing and also childlike wonder, you know, the, the essence of being a child. Our current collective consciousness is actually so devoid of innocence, of childlike wonder, of just the pure childlike state. And this has resulted in, you know, what we know has happened of the atrocities against children. And the way, and so there's, of course, in this ascension process, there is both the process of energetic work and then there is physical work, right, to be done for this ascension. And, and both are, are important. And I know that all of us have the goal, right, of not only bringing disclosure about what has happened on the planet, about what the cabal has done specifically against children, but we want to eradicate it, right? And, and so when we look at this from a higher perspective, we have to do the groundwork, which is helping to spread the truth and awareness and disclosure and speaking out about things that need to be called out and need to be addressed um, so that we can, we no longer have to live in this world of corruption and secrecy and darkness. On the energetic level though, we all have to go through inner child healing because what we have to do is we have to bring back innocence. We have to create an environment, a collective environment that actually promotes and accepts and protects innocence. And so for most of us, we never were truly allowed to be children because by the time you're about two years old, the programming really starts kicking in. And depending on the programming that you inherited and also what was in your environment, this will look different for everybody. But you can just imagine by the time you're kind of hitting that age of two, three years old, you know, most parents are already starting to teach their children to not talk to strangers, right? To be careful crossing the street, not to go outside after dark. Like we're already learning what we need to be in fear of. From a very young age, we start getting, and this is not the fault of anyone in particular, this is a collective consciousness problem. Um, because we cannot be in a state of innocence and childlike wonder when we 
are then being told, you know, at the same time, that there's all these things we have to be afraid of, right? And we see what's happening now in schools and across the country in just different sects of, you know, sects of thought that there are people who believe that children should pretty much be exposed to anything and everything, right? To give them all this information that is so far beyond their comprehension level where we're now exposing children to gender identities and sexual identities and 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 is so far beyond the scope of what a child should be focused on should be even you know um aware of and again this is this is not a problem in which we can identify one singular person or one singular political party or one singular religious party like there's not one particular thing to blame this is a collective issue the collective issue is that we are so devoid of our own childlike innocence that we don't even know how to treat children anymore we don't even know how to teach them how to interact with them, how to create spaces for them to just be who they are, which is children. And so by the time we're usually about five years old, we've already started to lose our natural gifts, which we come in with. We've <clears throat> started to lose our sense of play and wonder, right? Because as soon as we hit about five, six years old, we're pushed in com into compulsory schooling, which we're already now starting to have to learn things, memorize things, take tests, do homework. And, and, and this, is, <laughs> this is a much broader topic. Um, you know, we are very passionate about our work that we do with the Crystal Schools, which if you guys have not checked out, I highly encourage you to do so. The link is on our website. And we're very passionate about, about sharing higher consciousness education for families, for teachers, for parents, for children, we have to remember that we are all children internally. And we're here to play. We're here to be creative. We're here to learn through experiences. We're not here to be told what we have to do, what we have to be afraid of, who we have to be, it, we're so inundated with rules and belief systems and we have just completely destroyed what it is to have childlike wonder and childlike innocence. So what can we do, right? What can we do with ourselves? First, it's very important to really feel into childhood trauma. And childhood trauma can be from anything, right? It can be from you, you suffered actual like physical abuse trauma. Um, this could also be emotional trauma. Again, I'll, I'll refer to the, um, to the control dramas um, that's laid out by James Redfield and the Celestine Prophecy. <laughs> I always encourage people to take a look at those and to see which ones your parents emulated, right? And that will be a kind of a clue as to maybe which control dramas you particularly emulate and also how you attract those control dramas and also maybe how you have passed those on to your children. So we have the intimidator, we have the victim, we have the aloof, and we have the interrogator. Those are really great to look at. 
this gives you a little bit of a clue of what your childhood trauma is. We all have trauma. I will say, of course, those who are actively working to heal severe physical trauma, sexual abuse trauma, those are very, very deep traumas that take a lot of time, a lot of patience, nurturing, self-love to work through. But in general, we all have some sort of trauma, and this can be just down to, you know, one parent was absent, um, there was a lack of love in the home. We all have kind of a childhood narrative, I think, that we can identify, like, oh, I was never good enough. You know, I was always told I was doing something wrong, I wasn't good enough, I wasn't pretty enough, I wasn't smart enough. Um, you know, there are some who like, oh, I was always told I was too loud. I was too this. I was too that. We all have like a childhood narrative that we is very, very deeply embedded into our core and that we can identify. And that's where we start. We have to start unpacking the childhood narratives that we have accumulated because we, we don't realize as adults that those childhood traumas are still controlling our behavior. There's so many instances of ways in which we still act out of those traumas. You know, it, we're all just wounded children in adult bodies. And there's parts of us that are still living our lives like with these narratives running in the back of our brains, right? Maybe there were certain things that our parents said to us as children, and it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it stuck with you, right? It was something that, that always stuck in your brain and you could never forget it. And in many ways, we're all just these little children, wounded children living in adult bodies, acting out childhood trauma in our relationships, in our decision-making, in the way we treat ourselves, in the way we treat others, in our own dynamics and relationships with our own children. There's so much there. So first, we, we need to identify what the narrative is. What is the wound? What is the trauma? And we need to really put a focus on healing that, to unpacking it, right? And essentially rewiring our brains into self-love and self-care. Remember that the ascension is a trinity. It's the divine mother, the divine father, and the divine child. That is the true holy trinity. <laughs> we are all children of source, right? So our divine spiritual parents, the divine mother and the divine father, are who created all fractals in existence, right? The mother has birthed all fractals in existence. So we already have this child-parent dynamic since the beginning of creation. But what we experience down here in physicality and through the incarnations of the 3D, we would often experience childhood trauma that would occur between us and our earth families. And this is just honestly a replay of the trauma that creation has has gone through from the galactic wars, from the fall, you know, of Jehovah that created the split in consciousness. So we're all basically, as we work through our traumas with our childhood self, right, and with our families, we are healing 
our spiritual trauma as well. The trauma of being separated from our spiritual parents because we've been in galactic wars and we've had to come down here and incarnate. And we've had a lot that we've had to go through in the healing of creation. So as we do this work down here, we are also healing those timelines, right? And so part of the childhood healing is nervous system healing. So all of us are stuck in <laughs> a traumatic fight or flight response, which gets ingrained in childhood. And again, we will all have kind of different triggers and different fears and different narratives and woundings, but essentially they're all the same. <laughs> they just present differently. So Focusing on nervous system healing, I would say, besides I first identifying, you know, what are the main traumas that you can recall from childhood? What are the narratives that have been placed as belief systems into your brain since those traumas and wounds were developed and unpacking those? And then the next step <clears throat> is to work on nervous system healing. This is very important. So some of the tools and techniques that really help for nervous system healing. One is cold showers, taking a cold shower either before or after a hot shower, and this can be for 30 seconds up to two minutes. This helps reset the nervous system. There is something about the, the cold that puts us in a, in a reset and it starts to still the body right? So cold showers are a great way to, to do nervous system healing. Breath work is also a huge um, tool for nervous system healing. This can be done daily. Uh, you can utilize apps or specific maybe YouTube videos you like or just meditation music, whatever works for you or, or no music. But you're basically focused for at least 10 minutes on conscious breathing. So that means deep breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. You can envision rainbow light coming in. You can envision the oxygen reaching every you know part of your body, really breathing deeply into especially spaces that feel really tight, that feel really tense. And then breathing them out, conscious breath work is gonna be a big key for nervous system healing. And I would say the third thing is to get into nature somehow, some way. I know for a lot of you, you may live in colder climates, but I would encourage you to find things that you can also put inside your home that can give you that connection to nature. So grounding mats are really wonderful. Um, they're fairly inexpensive as well, but grounding mats are great. Having indoor plants um, or even just utilizing the different elements in your home, lighting candles, incense, sage, you know, um, even, you know, putting on the television, nature sounds like anything that can really help you connect to nature because Mother Earth is the greatest healer for our nervous systems. And as we start regulating our nervous system, we start to reduce inflammation, we start to reduce the fight or flight responses, and then we can consciously also be changing our behaviors, right? So one of the behaviors we can look out for is childish behavior. Childish behavior is due to 
trauma from childhood that has been untransformed, which causes us when we get triggered to act out in a childish way. Because there's a part of ourselves that is stuck at that age, at that trauma, and has never been able to heal. So there's a ton of ego programmings that I think would fall under childish behavior, um, lack of accountability. You know, if somebody kind of brings something to your awareness about a behavior that you have or something that you did or said that maybe wasn't in alignment. And if the immediate response is, well, what about you and what you do? That would be childish. Um, being petty uh, is very childish. Uh, I also have noticed that a lot of us uh, use the silent treatment. Um, when we're triggered, we just kind of use the silent treatment. We, we don't speak, we don't communicate. Uh, that is also a childish behavior that is from a trauma. Um, throwing tantrums or kind of acting out and being very explosive <coughs> with our expression, not being able to communicate in a centered way. That is also childish behaviors. Um, and I think also there are elements of when we, when we expect others to take care of us, meaning we are not responsible for ourselves. This is also a childish behavior. So I see this happening a lot. Um, just as we're going through the process, right? It could be something as little as, you know, um, if you live with a partner, you know, or, and you're in a relationship and, you are not helping to, you know, be responsible and take care of, let's say, the household duties you're expecting or relying on your partner to do those things for you. That's a childish behavior. That's a form of trying to recreate a child parent dynamic because you don't feel good enough on your own or you don't feel like you can take care of things or or you don't have the ability to kind of take responsibility for your own life and for your own self, you are outsourcing that responsibility to somebody else. Now, I think another aspect of childish behavior, so that is what I would call a codependency, right? Codependency is also a form of childhood trauma, lacking accountability and responsibility for your own self, not feeling empowered, feeling like you have to be dependent on others. Now, I think the flip of that being hyper independent is also a form of childish behavior. It, it stems from a trauma of being a child of saying, well, I'm not going to rely on anybody because everybody's always failed me. I'm going to do everything myself. I'm going to be totally independent. That is also a childhood trauma response. So the goal is for us to not be codependent, to not be hyper independent, but to be interdependent, which means I am a sovereign, independent being. Everybody else in my life, in my environment is also a sovereign, independent being. And we work together. We co-create, we collaborate, we support one another, we help one another, but ultimately we are all responsible and accountable for ourselves and our choices in our life. And this is what is going to create the new earth. This is what is going to create galactic 5D societies. But we as a whole collective have to really take a look at the fact that we, we are not in tune with our childlike essences. They have been stripped from us, but it is our responsibility to reintegrate them.
to feel safe in our innocence because as we start to heal the nervous system, when we come out of fight or flight, it's a huge kind of shock to our systems because we've been in fight or flight for so long that we forget what it's like to live very um, peacefully and without stress and, you know, not being paranoid and fearful that someone is going to hurt us or is out to get us. And it's, it's a very, it's hard for our bodies to adjust, but that is what we are at. That is what we are going through right now. We are going through this adjustment period where we are really being called to get back in tune with our childlike essences, because I think we've been working a lot um, on balanced harmonics, which is of course, you know, having the proper balance of yin and yang within you, which again represents the inner divine mother and divine father energies. But we, we're not just divine masculine and feminine energies. We're also divine child energies. And that is the Trinity aspect that is being reintegrated. This is what will free us from living a life of stress and pain and illness and suffering is regaining, reintegrating our childlike essences. And this again is going to come a lot from deconstructing and unpacking the narratives that we've held on to for so long. It's also going to come from nervous system healing. And it's also going to come from allowing ourselves to remember who we were as children to bring back the excitement and the wonder that we had as children because children do things for joy they do things for fun they are not doing things expecting a certain outcome they have this ability to play to be creative to be in joy and to look at life as this very magical thing, right? Remember being a child, everything was new. Everything was exciting. I mean, up until I think the later teenager years is when we start to really lose our youth because all the way up until I would say, you know, 20 or 21 years old, life is exciting, you know, um, at least from my experience, I know for many others, everything was exciting. You know, there was a lot to do. There was a lot to learn. There was everything also felt really overwhelming and really big. And then you start to kind of age into adulthood and everything becomes very serious and very stressful. And now you have obligations and burdens and expectations and you just lose the sense of magic of the world. And the magic is just stripped away and it becomes very, very um, hard to process um, through the nervous system, what we're put through. Um, the slave system we exist in is, is, is so harmful for the body, for the soul, for the brain, for the heart. Um, and so part of this childlike wonder is really returning back to remembering what used to bring you joy and to really just start to find the magic in things that you had maybe lost and really focusing on the, the magic of the little things in your life and to also just start really unpacking what you can get rid of in your life that is not really serving you 
Start to look at the responsibilities and obligations and burdens that you've accumulated over your adult years and start, you know, sifting through them and deciding what obligations can I get rid of because they're illusionary. The obligation is only illusionary. It's only if I accept it as an obligation. Are there burdens I can free myself from? I can choose to free myself from them. And sometimes this is a physical act of doing something and other times it's a perspective shift that you don't have to do everything all of the time for everyone else. A part of the inner child healing is really starting to put yourselves first and really focus on what is highest and best for my healing, for my joy, for my soul's purpose. Because the more that we are living for ourselves, not only will this help everybody around us and everybody we're connected to, but we are now being a part of the change of creating safe spaces for innocence to return, for childlike play and wonder and magic to return. And we are going to see this shift very much so next year in 2023. There's going to be a huge shift into living quieter, more peaceful lives, spending a lot more time focusing on ourselves and our own healing and our own joy and our own kind of family units, soul families and communities. And we're going to be doing away with a lot of the obligations and expectations and burdens that the system and the collective consciousness has told us we have to have and there's it's all important and none of it actually is important. So I would also recommend, you know, finding what you like to do, you know, and maybe there's something that you've gave up a long time ago doing and you're like, I, you know, I really used to love photography. I really used to love cooking. I really used to love gardening. Um, I really used to love playing music and just bringing that back into your life, making that a priority and doing away with the illusionary priorities and the illusionary burdens. And this is going to lead us into a lot of inner child healing over the next year. Um, so if anyone is looking for assistance, of course, please check out the website at 5dfulldisclosure.org and check out the library tab. There's tons of guides there. Um, check out the crystal schools. There's a lot of great, uh, information and curriculums there just to browse and look through and utilize. And if anybody is really looking to focus on their inner child healing, to focus on their nervous system healing, then I highly recommend booking a session with us. Um, equal energy exchange is available when needed. So I love you guys and I will be back soon.